Roar on your podcast with your host, Lion's Den. Hello, everyone. This is Lion's Den, and welcome to Roar on your podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast here on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and other devices. You can follow me on Twitter at The Real Lion's Den. You can also add me on Snapchat at LionsDen39. You can also follow me on Instagram at www.instagram.com forward slash the underscore real underscore lions underscore den number two. You can also basically um, support my Patreon. Go to my Patreon channel at www.patreon.com forward slash LionsDenADOS. And you can follow and you can subscribe my YouTube channel at www.youtube.com forward slash Lions Den hashtag ADOS. Um, this story, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to talk about the smear campaign of Rodney Reed. Now, last night I was on the show with Information Man talking about this case. And, you know, we had our difference of opinion. Let's put it like that. You know, when you have and fans of the show, you know, have their opinion saying that he raped a 12 year old girl, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's basically I, and I found out um, and I did my research of my own that everything was a smear campaign. So I will give a shout out again from Nicole, from, from Nicole's view. Um, she and I were Facebook friends right now. So me and her going back and forth talking about the Rodney Reed case. So, um, and I want everybody to listen and I'm reading this. Um, and, and people who want to know, did he rape a 12 year old girl? And it turns out that that was a lie. He did not rape her. Um, in fact, a 12 year old girl said that some other guy raped her. Um, and it's starting to have smear campaign against Rodney Reed. Even people, in, some people in the black community believe that Rodney Reed raped this 12 year old girl. Some people believe that she he raped this other woman, which turns out that's also a lie. So, you know, I, I, and I you know, when I did when information, man, he basically just said, let's wait till the evidence come out. And it also turns out that the innocent project lawyer did have the evidence but the judge in this case didn't didn't allow it in 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 court that's what happened and and now we found out on um the same judge that didn't allow this evidence in court basically he stepped down as a judge so this is why we have to fight ladies and gentlemen to get governor greg abbott to postpone this execution to get a new trial, so of course the of course so that Rodney Reed's attorney could pr- produce new evidence to the new judge. This is and then in 1996 again, like I said last night on on Information Man's show, that you know that the evidence he he and, and, and like I said on Information Man's show that he has the ev- the, the the lawyer of Rodney Reed has the evidence, but the judge won't allow it in in in, in court. That's what happened. So when the same judge finally stepped down, so hopefully with the new judge, if Governor Greg Abbott just postponed the execution, delay the execution, 
so that this guy would have a new trial so they can go ahead and present this new evidence clearing Rodney Reed. And then we wouldn't have, you know, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be in this situation now. So let's go back. And and I'm, like I said, I gave a shout out to Nicole from Nicole's View. I love this sister. She's a cool sister. Me and her, are, are, has, we're Facebook friends with, and we keep talking about this case. So for, the, for those of you guys who believes that Rodney Reed is a rapist, I'm going to read this article. And this is from Wichita Falls, okay? Um, and it says that how a Wichita Falls rape case helped put man convicted of murder on death row. And I want you guys to, to really listen to this. So um, it says a Wichita County rape case helped put Rodney Reed on death row for capital murder, even though... He was acquitted of sexual assault years before a Wichita Falls defense attorney says. I'm going to repeat this again so that people will say, oh, he's a rapist. He raped a 12-year-old girl, blah, 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 blah. I'm going to repeat this again. And this is an article from Wichita Falls Times. It says a Wichita County rape case helped put Rodney Reed, Rodney Riddell Reed, on death row for capital murder, even though he was acquitted of the sexual assault years before. A Wichita Falls defense attorney said, Reed, 51, and his supporters, including a state lawmaker from Wichita Falls, are fighting for reprieve as his November 20 execution date approaches. He was convicted in a 1998 in the strangling death of former Corpus Christi resident Stacy Stites, 19. Prosecutors' use of the rape case as a basis for how dangerous Reed might be in the future has always bothered Wichita Falls defense attorney Bob Estrada, who won Reed's acquittal of aggravating sexual assault in 1987. Somebody found not guilty, Estrada said Wednesday, Yet the state is still free years later to retry the same case at the punishment phase of capital murder trial to show why he should have gotten the death penalty. Estrada said he thinks that it's legally possible but morally wrong. Reed was found guilty and sentenced to death by lethal injection in the death of Stites, who police believe he was strangled with, with her belt. Stites body was found in, in Bastrop County, southeast of Austin. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read from, this is the same article, Wichita Falls Times, and I'm going to continue reading this. It says, Reed's family supporters and a bipartisan group of 26 state lawmakers, including Congressman James Frank, a Republican out of Wichita Falls, are calling Governor Greg Abbott to grant a reprieve to evaluate, evaluate new evidence, raising doubts about his guilt. There has been no word from the governor's mansion of Wednesday. The Innocent Project, which re represents Reed, contends the evidence and new witness statements clear him and implicate Stites' fiance, Jimmy Fennell. Now, for those of you who don't know who Jimmy, Jimmy Fennell is, he's the man that was Stacey Stites' fiance and a former Bestral County police officer, a white man. And, of course, there's been evidence with witness, like I said, witness recanted their stories. There's evidence, 
even witnesses come out coming forward saying that yes, um, Jimmy Fennel was responsible of killing Stacy Stites. He was responsible in um, strangling Stacy Stites to death in her apartment, and him and his police buddies grabbed her body and left them in the woods. There's also evidence of beer cans around her body. That uh, and so there's new evidence pointing about the belt, which of course um, Rodney Reese's attorney has, but the judge still not allowing it in court in in 1996. Now I'm going to continue reading this. It says the former police officer was convicted of sex crime and kidnapping in the years after Stites' death and served 10 years in prison. But Stites' family members feel that her killer has been found and convicted. Now, I'm going to continue reading this. The issues of race has also been raised in relations to Reed's conviction and death sentence. He is black. Stites was white, as was the woman who accused him of rape in 1987 in Wichita Falls. Now, Estrada said Reed's family was staunch advocates for him. They were extremely worried that he wouldn't get a fair trial because it was a black man with a white alleged victim, Estrada said. For personality, for personally, excuse me, I have a lot better faith in both the jury system which I am not, but I'm going to continue, and which county then to think he wouldn't get a fair trial. And he got a fair trial, he said. Okay, now, I'm going to go ahead and and, um, and read and read this because people still think that Rodney Reed's a rapist. I kept listening. Information Man believes what, what our fan base says, that he was a rapist. He raped a 12-year-old girl, which turns out that was a lie. That was a lie that the 12 year old girl was saying they was another man, not Rodney Reed that raped her. But I'm going to read the, the rape case that the people saw. And this is what I'm saying. People do more and talk about me doing more and more research. This is the Wichita Falls Times, their newspaper in Texas. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. It's called the Wichita Falls Rape Case. Okay. It says, before the sexual assault accusations was leveled against him in Wichita Falls, Reed was a senior and a history, I mean, or Hershey, Hershey High School, number 41 on the Husky football team and a state Golden Glove champ in, in the then thriving boxing scene, according to the Innocence Project. His mom was a nurse and his dad was a member of the Air Force. All that was put on hold at 10 a.m. September 1st, 1987, when police went to Hershey High School and arrested Reed in connection with an aggravated sexual assault on August 25th, 1987 in Northside, Wichita Falls, home. Okay. And, but see, this, Bob Estrada was his defense attorney. And that's way before the rape and murder of Stacey Stikes, by the way. So I'm gonna go. This is the and so I'm gonna go ahead and continue. He said Rodney Reed um, re represents to me the classic. He said she. He said she said trial where the physical evidence dictates the outcome. Estrada said a 19 year old woman told police she got home from swimming just after midnight when a man grabbed her as she walked in the door. 
He grabbed her into the into a bedroom, hits her several times, and sexually assaulted her. Police believe the man had broken into her home through a small kitchen window. It's worth, it's worth noting the trial was the first DNA case in Wichita County. He said he had sex with her, but it was consensual, consensual Estrada said. Reed's defense during the 1991 trial was that he met the woman at a party, went to her home for sex, they both wanted it, and hit her once after she slapped and insult, insulted him. Estrada highlighted to jury a mismatch between physical evidence and testimony. Wednesday, Estrada noted Reed was too big to fit through a small kitchen window as well as that the way the window glass shattered didn't fit with the prosecution's case. It was broken into why is most of the glass on the outside of the house instead of inside the house, he said. That didn't make sense. Wichita County jury took six hours to acquit Reed on August 16, 1991 of aggravated sexual assault in the 30th District Court. I'm going to stop you right there. So for those of the people that said that he raped this woman um, and he was a rapist, Rodney Reed was acquitted of that case. So last night I've been grilled by not only information, man. I mean, I respect him. Me and him, we've been talk show hosts for years. But he, all he wants was evidence proving that he didn't you know, kill Stacey Stikes. But then you have fans that believe that he was a rapist. Okay. They brought up, what about this woman that accused, um, that accused him he was raping? And then, and, I, I'm, and I'm gonna get to the 12 year old girl in a second that, you know, they, they said that he raped a 12 year old girl. I'm gonna get to that in a second, but I want people to listen to this, that it proves that, that Rodney Reed did not rape this woman. And that's way before the Stacey Stike situation. Okay. And, and you know, and then look, it, the jury, the Wichita County jury, and I'm gonna read this, the last paragraph of this part of this article. It says a Wichita County jury took six hours to acquit Reed on August 16, 1991 of aggravated sexual assault in the 30th District Court. So you see, he was acquitted. He was found not guilty of uh, sexual assault in this in this um this 1991 um rape case. So I'm gonna go ahead and move forward to this, okay? And so I'm and, and so and this is what happened again. Now I believe the next article is dealing with a 12 year old girl. So it says a conviction on this record now. Watch this. I want people to listen to this. It says a month after his acquittal, another woman stepped forward and accused him of sexual assault, assaulting her at noon, September 15, 1987 in her home. Reed was arrested again. It was not deemed credible, Estrada says. That case was never got off the ground. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why people talking about I need to do research on this. I want people to really listen to this. They make it they, now they picture Rodney Reed as a rapist, but you talk about multiple women. He was accusing Rodney Reed of rape. 
This one in 1991, August 1691. This is the first case that proven that, you know, he didn't rape this woman and he was acquitted. He was found not guilty. And now on the second, now this is what the witch, this is what the Wichita Times is reported. And this is why I said people call him a rapist and this and that. And then all of a sudden you got this article. So this on this this and this, this is okay 1980. This is the first case. It's the 1987. The other one's 1991. It says uh, my, he was arrested again for uh, rape, but then it says it's not seen credible, and the case was never got off the ground. In other words, it's not the, the the case didn't move forward. Um. And he was not indicted. Now, I'm going to read this. He said, Reed was not indicted on the charge, but he did end up spending six months in Wichita County Jail, according to the court documents. He had been sentenced to one year of deferred education probation on a theft charge on October 17, 1986, according to court records. If Reed had successfully served out that year, he would he would have avoided having a conviction on his record. So already you have two prior, uh, uh, he was accused of rape um, in, in 1980s, uh, 19, I think in 1986 and in, 19, um, no, 1987, I'm sorry. He was arrested in 1987 and again in 1991. He, one, he was found acquitted. And another, he wasn't even indicted on the other, on the other one. So uh, I'm gonna let me move forward with this. It said, instead, now retired judge Bob Brotherton ordered his probation revo revoked and sentenced him to serve six months on December 10, 1991, according to court documents. Why? Because he had he hit the alleged sexual assault victim in the face as he come out at trial and didn't report to his probation officer for a month, according to court documents. Okay, now... That right there, he shouldn't have done. Okay, he shouldn't have put his hands on the accused. But I'm going to move forward with this article because this article is really, really interesting. And I believe he's been smeared through social media, in my opinion. People talking about, oh, well, he raped this 12-year-old girl, which is a lie. Because it found out that the 12-year-old girl, I'm going to go ahead and read more of this article in a second. And it turns out that the other man raped that 12-year-old girl. And then they talk about he was a rapist and two other stories, two other accused. One, he was found not guilty. And the other, he was even not even indicted. So, I'm going to continue reading this. Okay, years later, prosecutors were still able to use the case that Reed was tried and acquitted on to bolster their case for the death penalty. Estrada said they retired. They retreat. They retried the entire rape case during the punishment phase of Reed's capital murder trial in Bastrop County, even putting the alleged victim on the stand. In other words, even though that the the alleged victim of the previous rape case that you know Rodney Reed has been accused of was found not guilty. They put the same woman in 1996 on the stand proving, quote unquote, that Rodney Reed raped her. So here we go. I'm going to continue this. It says, the defense lawyers were calling me about it. Estrada said, they were asking, how did you get 
the not guilty verdict. Reed's defense lawyers in the capital murder case knew the jury would hear about the rape case, Estrada said. In that situation, the jury had to the jury had to have factor in it. The state asked them to, he said. Now, he said that one of the things I wonder about is why they haven't done a DNA test on the murder weapon. And that is true. And I'm going to continue this. It says that the central issue in the punishment phase of the capital murder trial, like Reed, is whether the defense will commit violent crime, violent criminal acts that will be a threat to society in the future, Estrada said. Okay, it says that's what we call the future dangerousness issue, he said, that law has no measure to define the possibility a person might be dangerous to society, but a man's life or death rests on the pro pro I mean, probability he will perform certain acts in the future, Estrada said. If somebody says there's a 5% chance of rain, do people worry that it's going to rain, but still a probability, Estrada said? The Innocence Project has listed several things about the case that raised doubts about Reed's conviction and Stice's death. One of the things I've wondered about is why they haven't done a DNA test on a murder weapon. A murder weapon, Estrada said, and I'm gonna stop you right there. And that's probably and that's what Information Man was talking about. Why they didn't do a DNA on that murder weapon? You know, that basically proven his innocence. But then he, but he, he believes that he said that this information, well, information man was saying that, you know, during his work experience, people will, prisoners will believe that he's innocent and turn out that he was guilty of all of this. Okay. You know, and sometimes you just can't believe what they say on social media because they don't, they themselves don't do enough research. And I'm going to continue reading this. Now, it says this, if this belt was used to strangle Miss Stice down in Bostrow County, it should have been one of the very first things they would have tested, he said. Most belts won't yield fingerprints, but they should be DNA from Stice killer if there was contact, Estrada said. They didn't hesitate to use DNA to determine whether or not his semen was in her body, he said. Why would you not take the next step? Even now, authorities won't test the belt for DNA, Estrada said. If they did, then maybe we know, he said. And that's the end of the article. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, we're, and we, we were talking about, you know, all of this. He was accused of, you know, before the Stacey Stite situation, that he was a rapist and he was this and that. And I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to read more Um and again, shouts out to Nicole from Nicole's View because she and I, we both in this case together about what Rodney Reed. And and, and as far as a 12-year-old girl and the people talking about, well, he did rape a 12-year-old girl, listen to this. And this is why Nicole from Nicole's View, and you, you're talking about facts now. Let's go to the facts. He's, and this is, and she said that he was not charged with raping the twelve-year-old girl. That is a that is a lie. He said at that time the twelve-year-old girl said another man raped her. Okay, the second rape case of the uh, this other woman, he was acquitted of raping her. The, the woman set up the whole lie, and he was found not guilty. And Nicole from Nicole's view, 
Now, you talking about facts. This is the this is the woman that does research for a living. So, you know, when people talking about now last night, and this is what I said, a lot of people talking about, oh, he raped a 12-year-old girl, or uh he, he raped so many other rape she's he's a rapist and those other victims. But they themselves, they don't do no research. This newspaper, and this is from uh, of course, again, when I read that, that was factual. So from people, and what they're trying to do is people in the black community don't want to, I mean, they feel like they don't want to support this brother because he has a criminal past or he was a rapist, which and I just showed you was a lie, but they believe that he raped this person. But the evidence, what the, the, he was acquitted of one of the rape, one of the rapes he was acquitted on, and the other he wasn't even indicted on it. And the twelve-year-old girl said it wasn't it, the twelve-year-old girl. The people were talking about it said it wasn't Rodney Reed that raped her. It was some other guy that raped her. So all this, this is what I'm saying that the smear campaign is ridiculous. Okay, they smearing Rodney Reed. For a couple of reasons. One, because, you know, again, he because they're claiming that, you know, he was messing with a white woman, um, Stacey Stikes. And again, even evidence is proven that um, I'm going to try to read this. Even the evidence is proven that that wasn't true. But all the evidence pointed towards. Even witnesses and recapping, like I told you on the Information Man show, but I cannot discuss more on his show because everybody already assumed he was a rapist, he was guilty, blah, blah, blah. So I can't say anymore. I, I, I'm just being, being honest. But of course, I can post it, this newspaper article, for those of you who claim that he was a rapist, I will post this article on my Twitter page, which is at The Real Lions Den, for, to want you guys to read case after case that Rodney Reed was accused of raping. And and time and time again, like I told you before, the first art, uh, for first time he was acquitted of, of rape, the second time he wasn't even indicted on a, of another rape case. See, they're trying to... Basically, they're trying to smear this man. And that's not fair. It's not. So, ladies and gentlemen, like I said before, you know, shouts out to Nicole from Nicole's View. Because she and I have been talking on Facebook about this case. And I'm still going to fight for Rodney Reed, regardless of how people feel. People believe that he's a rapist and people believe he's not a rapist. I know Information Man, um, he basically trying to find out the truth. And he don't want to spin one way or the other. I respect that, respect him for that. And he and I may disagree on this case. Matter of fact, we are disagreeing in this case. But they're talking about when you, but you, when you smear a brother that was going to sentence to die. I mean, he's going to die on November 20th, which is five days away. And obviously, again, we have to still have to get Governor Greg Abbott to postpone the execution. Because at the end of the day, you got celebrities. You got all the politicians, both Democrats and Republicans, 
saying that this man didn't do this. You got all, all, and you got a forensics, DNA, even Dr. Phil himself. Now, if if Dr. Phil believed he's guilty, he wouldn't even interviewing uh, Rodney Reed. He wouldn't. But to each his own. I, you know, my thing is, is that when you, when you were when you were sentenced to die by lethal injection in the state of Texas for a crime he didn't commit, then you gonna try to smear this brother that said that what 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 the system did to him was justified because of the previous rape cases, and just like I told y'all with this, with this newspaper article that it proven that he did not rape these women. And, and, and again, it's, it's in the article. It's, it's, it's proven. So, again, um, if you're supportive of, you know, the stop the execution of Rodney Reed, well, um, I left uh, uh, um, I left an information on my Twitter last night to go to contact Greg, Dr. I mean, Governor Greg Abbott's office along with um, the Texas State Board of, uh, of Parolees to halt the execution and grant this man a new trial. So they can, they can put evidence and police officers still don't want this, you know, belt as evidence or do a DNA on that belt that straight, that was strangled Stacy Stikes on. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to continue fight for Rodney Reed, that's not gonna that's not gonna change whether people believe his innocence or not. That's people's opinions. I respect that. And I respect information, man. How he feels, like we did last night. I will, you know what? And that that's why some of the stuff I can't even, you know, basically continue talking about this case because, you know, they they believe what they believe, and obviously I cannot. And this smear campaign against Rodney Reed has to stop. Because unless he really did do it, then we cannot bring it up anymore. And people talk about calling him a rapist. He raped a 12 year old girl, which is that's a lie. He's going to bring in all this other stuff, you know, that he was acquitted on. He was acquitted on one rape case. He was not even indicted on another rape case that proved that this man isn't a rapist. And people still using that smear campaign against him. And this has to stop. It has to stop. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen, for my podcast. Be sure to listen to it on Anchor, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and other devices. And I will talk to you talk to you soon. This is Lions Den, and I'm gone. Deuces.